0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The fallout from yesterday's SPFL vote continues Livingston announced they were the fourth Premiership club To back calls for an independent inquiry And Hamilton revealed they won't sell season tickets For next season at the moment I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Duffy always start it It's day 51 <laughs> You're the only one who keeps account by the way day, I've got no day idea Day 51 so. I've got it in grain March the 20th I'm 20... worried about the day where it says day 151 <laughs> March 23rd I think it was yep. I officially went into lockdown So it's day 51 The vote went through yesterday um, Will Scottish football be able to move on now And, and concentrate on getting the game uh, back I hope it does but I'm not so sure And obviously you've had a flavour of it last night Gordon I'm sure we'll get more of a flavour um, of it tonight But we are Scottish football's in a bad way And it needs to repair itself Both off the park and on the park Because there's big, big challenges uh, ahead That's for sure Yeah, I mean there's massive challenges Just for the game itself You know, and, and again, listen Rangers, uh, you know, put the proposal in um, You know, obviously the clubs voted against it Against that the independent in- inquiry So therefore, we have to move on I mean, we always say You can't just keep Rattling a door down until eventually someone, you know, says, right, okay, we'll agree. You know, you can't you know, just gonna batter into submission to get your views. It's 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 this it's no ideal and as people can say there's thirty percent, you know, there was a quite a number are unhappy with the games being run. But ultimately, as I said, in a democratic vote, we have to move forward. We don't always agree, Gordon, in any <laughs> major sure. decision where a lot of number where a number of things is, is you know, various countries, politicians, etc., football and authorities. But when there has been a vote and when it has been voted on, then we have to just whether through gritted teeth or whatever, move on. 0141-951-1025 That's the number you need We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Yesterday was the type of day You, you don't get over that in, in one day Certainly not in this part of the world So I'm expecting lots of you To still want to have your say Because it was extremely busy On the phones last night And we didn't get through Anywhere near um, All of you So I'm sure Those thoughts will still be At the forefront of your mind A refresher then if you like As to what happened yesterday That proposal for an independent inquiry into the SPFL's handling or the SPFL's decision to end the lower league season. It needed 32 out of the 42 clubs to vote yes for it to pass. Only 13 voted yes in the end. 27 voted no and two abstained. You're now finding out a bit more as well about the uh, the identity of the clubs, if you like. I don't think it was much of a secret in the top flight. Four yeses coming from Rangers, Aberdeen Hearts and now Livingston confirming themselves as the fourth club there Eight no's in the championship One yes from Inverness Nine no's And eight yeses across uh, League one and League two Jim As I would expect Gives us the The, the sensible Level-headed approach <laughs> Mark Guidi That's that's what he's here for If you're talking about Democratically It's, it's pretty obvious I mean th- 13 voted yes 27 voted no However th- There's clearly Room in some people's mind there for a discussion about what that then means so whilst it won't trigger an independent inquiry right now uh-huh. have there been enough questions raised about the SPFL's governance that, that we, we, we we haven't heard the end of it ultimately yeah I, I would think so when I mean, the last time Jim and I were on last Wednesday night and this was before 
the Rangers dossier came out. Ah, so, so we were still, we, yeah, we were still speculating: is there a smoking gun? Is there something explosive that's going to blow Scottish football apart? And and, and that was kind of what I was expecting. Um, to be honest, so when I read the, the dossier, the, the bullet points from it, um, there was nothing, not one single thing that jumped out at me. A singular thing as being explosive, but there was enough there. Do it for me to see, you know, as someone looking in into Scottish football, there's a, there's a few things there that 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 don't sit comfortably with with me that have been raised by Rangers. You then go on two or three days, and it's now grown it before Tuesday's vote. Saturday, Sunday, Monday became very messy because it wasn't just about Rangers and the SPFL. It was Falkirk, it was Stenhouse Muir, it was Stranraer, it was Patrick Thistle. It was Aberdeen, it was Brona Rangers, it was Kelty Hearts. We've got the Dunfermline v the Inverness thing yeah. in, in the midst of so it. So it was going on and on and on. There was enough clubs making the noise saying, look, we are not we are not happy either with, with certain things. And I don't think there's, as I say, one thing you think, oh my God, that's absolutely shocking. However, there's a number of things that you think, you know what, it's got to be, it's got to be better than that. It must be better than that. Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be better, Mark. But I, but I don't, I still don't see why we should continue this uh-huh. this debate on it. I mean, it's it's done. It's, it's for me, it's finished. And listen, any governing body, any board of directors, any managerial position, never gets everything right. And there's always going to be people questioning their leadership. Always doesn't matter what profession you've been in the, the media, I've been in football. You know, I, even as a manager, I'm thinking, don't know if the directors are taking the club the right way or the way I'd like it to be. But at the end of the day. You've still got to go on with things. You can't just every time you're unhappy with something, you know, want mm-hmm. want uh, you know completely uh, going for change all the time. As I said, Rangers put the proposal in. They had a, a, enough of Sinrar and uh, Hearts. I think it was supporting them to get the EGM. The EGM was was done. The forty two clubs voted, and they voted to move on. So to to me, I think as I said, there's much more important things now. And again, once all the important things are done and the football, which we concentrate on moving forward, I agree with you, Matt. I think there are things to look at, but I think we can look at that retrospectively. I think we can I, look yeah, at that yeah. further down yeah, the line is, is that, and hope to improve things as we go forward. Is that maybe the, the middle ground here? Because you know, mm-hmm. we like to polarise everything, don't we? And you just pick one side or the other. Um, but the... You know the, the sort of arguments you get in the now is either you, you hear this phrase, move on, move on completely, or... You almost get the impression that the opposite of that is take this to court tomorrow. Don't let it lie. Don't let it be swept no, under the carpet. But is there is there an, is there a third option there, which is be willing to look at these things at another time when yeah. we're not struggling to yeah. find a way to navigate through this COVID nineteen yeah, crisis. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, I, I, listen, it's entirely up to Rangers what they, what they want to do next. They agree with legal action on it now. No, I, I don't think so. I think there was a point made and Rangers have raised some of their concerns. And I agree with some of their concerns. Um, but now I think, you know, you look at English football, Gordon, all the riches that's going on down there, the 20 clubs can't agree on anything. Uh, and they're actually just concentrating on football. How do we get the game back and how is it going to be safe for players and, and what do we do? They've not got, and I'm not trying to um, make it sound small, like, like the sideshow that we've had, we've not really talked about getting the game back and I don't think the game's going to be back here. The difference is they're trying to get back in the next five or six weeks. We'll be, we'll be doing well for back in the next three months. Um, so our game has to go and find a way. How are we going to finance it? What is the safety rules? What's going to be the situation with players' contracts? How's it going to How's it going to work? How many teams are we going to have left come September, October time? So we do collectively, and don't forget, Rangers 
I hope that their energy now goes into helping the SPFL, which they are a member club. Uh, they're massive. They've got 50,000 fans at their ground every other week. So Scottish football needs Rangers on board, whatever their grievances are, and, and they've got some, and rightly so. However, just now, I think they need to park it and, and come together uh, and yeah, try I mean, and help the, move the, Scottish football to, forward. For the greater good of Scottish football, yeah. because, you know, we, we are, and you know, the, the circumstances are, the game is so fragile. I mean, there are, Hundreds of players There are An awful lot of clubs Who could literally be A business You know business Either players Losing jobs Clubs going out of business We've got so many things That we need to focus Our attention on And our governing body Has to focus on The survival of clubs You know The employment of players You know Looking to take the game forward We had a, a You know a, a committee put forward For reconstruction That was moved on and to me, again, all these sort of things, we had, I think it was the, was it the chairman of Falkirk on here a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Gary Deans, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just after um, the thing, and, and I, he was very calm, and we actually said with the legal action, he was very calm, very assured, everything, Patrick Thistle, similar, heart similar. As soon as this reconstruction has fallen going, all of a sudden everyone's angry again, and because I think they, led, they were mm-hmm. led to believe that there was going to be reconstruction. So there's an awful lot of things now that we have to put behind us, and move forward and save the game. We have to save the game here. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. How do we do it though? Davy is in Dumarmak. Hi, Davy. Hi, gentlemen. You okay? Not bad. Are you well? Hi, Davy. Yeah, yeah. One Good. quick point before I start, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been going on about for a couple of weeks about the Belgian league being called. There's only actually two leagues in Europe being called, and that's the French league and the Dutch league. Dutch league been made void. The Belgian league's not been called yet. That's getting called this week. Right. Okay. That's I stand corrected. I don't know about going on about it for weeks. It's, it's come up a number of times. But I, I take your point, Davy. I, I think it was a lower league. Quite what Jim, what Jim, what Jim was saying there about it being uh, about uh, accepting the decision or whatever. I mean, what we're talking about here is people's 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 jobs and, and an awful lot of money for you know for a couple of clubs who really rely on on that money. For me, I think there should be an interdict right away, and we should be looking at the whole thing again. You know, and certain people should be should be, should be walking for the board because of you know mis- misrepresentation. You know, you know, uh, there's, just, there's that there's that much conflicting uh, facts coming up, and it's just it's, it's just not right. How do you negotiate around the fact, though, Davey, that twenty seven clubs don't agree with that sentiment at the moment? Well, no, we're not saying 27 don't agree. For 27 maybe voted for it, but it doesn't mean oh, there's a lot. I, of I get that, but I think I think we're in danger of splitting hairs a little bit. That's why I, that's why I added that bit in about right now. You're right. There, there will be clubs who've got sort of concerns, but as it stands, wanting an inquiry right now, 27 voted no. There, there's no other way of spinning that. I voted no, but it doesn't mean they agree with it. They would be pressurised right from the very beginning. The very first vote, there was three. Major things in that vote that some that people were expected to say either a yes or a no, but there was three individual major points that all deserved a yes or a no answer, and the clubs were given less than forty-eight hours to uh-huh. say yes or no. No, again, again, that, that, that's all right. I'm, I'm not arguing about that. I'm talking about yesterday, though. So that they had the chance to reflect on those grievances that you mentioned from the original vote. Every club in, in the SPFL had the chance to to try and and shine a light on some of that yesterday. In twenty-seven of them. Voted no So I'm I'm not saying That's that's my opinion I just want to know How we What we do next And how do we get around that Because you feel very strongly About it But right now 27 clubs don't Want an investigation Currently We go back We go back to the table And we look at it 
and we, you know we give everybody the, the chance to to vote again. They, they had it. They, maybe, they, they already maybe, had the chance. They've made a decision. How, so, so say they come back again yeah. with exactly the same vote. So what you'll say is, oh listen, have another think and let's get a vote to where you want to be. It's, it's they've had a vote. It's been a democratic vote. People have their choices to make and they've made it. That, that, yeah, you know they've been pressurised. No, no, I don't know. They've been pressured. It's no, no fair that two clubs are losing money and they're losing jobs. Nobody, sh- nobody should lose jobs and lose money over the likes of this. There's nobody. I mean, that's if, if we keep in, bickering, that's in Holland. If we keep bickering, Davy, there'll be a lot more people lose jobs. Believe me. Jim, if, we, if you were going to lose your job, you'd yeah. be bickering. If you were going to lose your yes. job and lose your yes. money, you'd be bickering. Of course, it would be. Davy, see this stuff about this isn't happen it happening in the Netherlands. The, the club who missed out on promotion to the the top flight in Canberra. the Netherlands Canberra. called it the, the the greatest sporting scandal of their history or something. In yeah. France, you've got Lyon threatening legal action because they will miss out in European qualification. They're extremely difficult decisions being faced all across Europe and it's unfair to pretend that we're the only ones that are struggling with it there's six or eight clubs in France can down the legal route right with us that's, that's what we need if we, need, if we follow in France that's what we need to do as well isn't it we need, we to, need to do anything <laughs> well, so I'm not happy about people losing their jobs what do you mean what do you mean by that do you mean in terms of relegation in terms of hearts and purpose, yeah. that's the way that. What's the solution then? <laughs> What's the solution? Go back to the drawing board and make sure that these people don't lose their jobs and they don't, whatever it is. But what, how, what, how what's the mechanism? That, how do you do that without actually being able to play games of football? Because trust me, we, we, we unfor- and, uh, you know, unfortunately, this country isn't going to kick a ball in t- and, and probably until September at, at the early. So, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to, to, to play games. So, I don't agree with it either. I think that it's a scandal the way that Partick Thistle that, that have been yeah. put down. However, I, what, what do we do I, I, when we can't kick a ball? What do you What do you recommend? Can I answer you now then? Yeah. Well, what, what did the Dutch do? We do what the Dutch did. There you go. We just we just copy the Dutch the, the Dutch blueprint. There you go. That's what we do. What no promotion? Name get relegated. No promotion. No relegation The prize money gets split in between as a, as, a, as a token of goodwill The prize money gets split yeah. in between all the members And there you go yeah. I mean you're right it, it would be fairer If you like on Hearts and Partick Thistle But would that be fair on Dundee United then David? No. Do you not just take the, the Do you not just take the injustice from one team And shift it to somebody else Dundee United have romped the championship all season And you now want to deny them promotion And they would lose jobs Because yeah. if they didn't get into the top league They couldn't sustain the budget They're currently on in the championship and Patrick Thistle no. and oh, yeah, well, what do you mean? No, of course they, they, there's no way they can do that. They've, they've they've invested to get out that league this year. It's what if they don't? If they're playing teams in the Championship and they're not playing teams in the in the Premier League, then they can't have the same budget, well, so they will lose players. You're asking me how, how can we do it? We can do it the same as the Dutch league. It's as simple as that. We either follow that. We don't. We follow the French, and the French are going to court. You know. So and what and what's your, and just just to, so we know because the French league. They have awarded the title to PSG. PSG. Yeah. They are champions. The Dutch league have said uh, that uh, Ajax, you go in as champions of Holland. Because they're level on points. League, but you're not champions. They're not giving a title. Mm-hmm. So no. what would you like to see here, Davey? They still, they still qualify for Europe. Everybody, all the European places are the same in the Dutch league. Right. Everybody still qualifies for Europe, but there's no relegation. Okay. Nobody loses any money. You know, and no and promotion. Apart, apart, David, apart from the team who have just been robbed of promotion, yeah. you keep you keep you keep missing that wee bit out. 
And this and this is not to say that I think one country's right and one country's wrong. All I'm trying to do is underline the fact that there is not even close to a perfect solution here. You're acting as if the Dutch league is, is has got it all right, but look at look at what's facing some of those clubs. They're not losing money. They're just not gaining the money. They're not losing the money. They've never had it in the first place to lose it. So how are they losing the money? They never won the competition to gain the money. So they've not lost it. Do you not think though that's all been driven, Davy, by the fact that the two teams at the top of their top flight are level on points? Let, let's be honest. If, if if we were level on points here, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be able to call the top flight either. We're not talking about the two teams at the top. We're talking about the teams at the bottom. Yeah, but I'm talking about what's driving the decision. Who was going to lose? Well, I mean, what, for all we know, what was driving the Dutch decision was the teams at the bottom who were going to lose money and lose jobs. We don't, we don't know the, the team at the top Why should it always be the team at the top? Uh, what the Davey, team what's, the Davey, what's your What's your main driving force behind Your idea to, to copy the Dutch? Is it to stop Celtic from getting the title Or is it to stop Hearts from, from going down? What's your main driving force behind your, your theory? It's the, the injustice The injustice of people losing losing jobs And, and losing Yeah but you've not answered my question Do you want to see Celtic get Do you want to see Celtic Do you think Celtic should be given the title, given their, their position just now at the top of the table. But what about this one, Mark? What uh-huh. about this one? Give, give Celtic the title, but see the prize money. Uh-huh. Split all the prize money up and, get, and give the ones, uh, uh, even the ones at the bottom, Hearts, Partick, Thistle, or whatever, give them the big percentage of the prize money. That's that's a good suggestion. I like that. You so talk about like basically putting all the all the money from the pot into the pot and what splitting it forty two ways or, or what kind of way would you well, do? Because I think that's a decent suggestion you've come up with there, Dave, in terms of the money. Yeah, I think we're onto something, Jim, because that's been mentioned. This idea of, of solidarity payments. Now, I, I don't think there's any way in the world you, you can split the money forty two no. ways. I mean, look at what you know the team at the top should get compared to the teams in League One or two. That's just never going to happen. Um, and in fact, the the bottom divisions have already been paid out because yeah. you know th- those have been called. Uh, but David does hit on a very interesting point. Can, can we do something financially? We've accepted that in a sporting sense There is just no right answer to this no. Because there's very little we can do But financially This idea of solidarity payments Or something to, to relegate yeah, clubs I mean, There is scope for having a discussion with the clubs To say listen this this is the pot of money This is where it should go If you actually wanted to finish the league as it stands Is, is, there, is there, Are clubs prepared to... You know, split that up a little bit so it's a little bit more evenly spread, as as Davy says, perhaps protecting some of the clubs who, who will be financially uh, impacted more um, if if there is relegation uh, further down the further down the, the league. Um, um, again, that's up to the, the the clubs to to get together to to you know to to decide whether they want to maybe um, gift some of that money to protect uh, you know the other clubs. Again, that's all down to individual choices. I, I think you'll have another vote of whatever many clubs it is. Because, mm. you know, someone like Patrick Thistle, for instance, just now, as I said before, we all think it's unfair. I mean, n- none of us think this is this is fair no. for Patrick Thistle, Stranraer and, uh, and uh, you know, Hearts because there's loads of games to be played. And in Thistle's case, they've played a game less. But if, if there was some financial compensation towards them, then it would soften the blow a little bit. I don't think it would be... You know the perfect answer, but if there is some sort of help there, then I'm sure I'm sure the clubs would be, 
even even you know a little bit grateful. You know, you take take any money that's going just now. If but, if you do ultimately lose your position, what, what made it for me and, and picking up a bit in Davies' point as well. And I've always said that you know apart from that, you know this going down Stradrad and mm. um, and and the Hearts now it looks as like if it's going that way too. Actually, <laughs> you know nothing for. Uh, for breaking, which I think is an outrage as well, that you're getting nobody um, coming up. But the SPFL uh, would tell you that's just because all the playoffs have been cancelled. So yeah, if anything, but, can, yeah, but can you, you trace it back to maybe the the original mistake, if you like, is not having automatic relegation from League well, Two? Yeah, what what they should have done was, was um, you know, um, yeah, they should have they should have worked a playoff in because you're only talking about two or three games, and they said what whenever football's back. And I know they could talk it. Oh, we don't know what our budget's going to be, but we'll just act worst case scenario and build your budget from there. They should have been able to fit that in, and they could have fitted that in when football get back. But for me, the biggest thing about it all is the fact that that, that clubs were given forty eight hours hmm. to make that decision to to call the lower leagues in, in Scottish football that way. For me, that that was that's the biggest scandal. The lot for what it's worth, I was just going to say. I think Neil Doncaster admitted as much yesterday. I'm not sure he would use the word scandal, but we asked him. What does he regret Or what would they do differently And that was the first thing That, that they yeah. mentioned So I don't think there's a complete yeah. uh, denial um, or, or a You know uh, That things were handled perfectly um, can, I, can I ask I just I mean I, 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 Maybe I missed it Because I was You know Looking at various things there But there was two clubs abstained mm. The other day there So For instance If that other vote You know Did you have the option to abstain So you said 48 hours And you think Well I, I've not got enough I, I don't know enough about this to make this decision within 40 hours So I'm going to abstain Would you would you have been allowed to do that? What in the initial? Yes um, On April 10th Yeah Because yeah. there was two yeah, abstain from the EGM vote didn't tough, it? Yeah you could And have. you're thinking well if you Again if I mean David was saying Pressurised So if you if you felt maybe pressurised And you felt as if it was a bit unfair And you were kind of coerced mm. If you want to call it that Into a decision You could just abstain You could have abstained Because obviously two clubs mm. did Interesting point to finish off Davy on the finances I like that That was Davy uh, in Delmarnock And we're going to speak to Billy and Shettleston next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on Talktothompsons.com Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Let's go straight back to the phones And speak to Billy and Shettleston Hi Billy Hi panel, thanks for taking my call Not a problem, what's on your mind? Um, I'm an avid listener I listen every evening, so I do But this is the first time I've ever made a call in But um, so with regards to the current climate The situation that everybody's uh, involved in at the moment I mean, there's not much we can talk about Other than this fiasco that's going on about the EGM And the votes, etc And things didn't go the way of Rangers As a Celtic supporter I'm just wondering What is it that Rangers really want here Because At the end of the day The vote was taken They didn't win that either And I feel like they're just making A storm and a teacup If you get where I'm coming from Because Basically The season was pretty much over for Rangers They couldn't win anything Apart from possibly maybe The title But Even that was A long shot Being 13 points behind And for the good of Scottish football, it'd be better just to write it off and put it put it behind them and move on to next season because it's nobody's fault for the current situation that everybody's involved in. Uh, it's worrying and stressful times for everybody, and football has to know its place. Now, just like all the other countries as well, they're making decisions because of the current climate. And if Celtic win the league, or and some people say. Celtic given the league I don't believe Celtic have been given anything what for what they've earned at the moment and and I believe that we're going to go on and win the league 
and it was just going to be the way it should have been. But yep. here's the thing, Billy: is there's the two, difficult. there's the two sides of it that, that you've you've put forward the footballing argument, and I've yet to meet anybody, even Rangers fans, who come on who say, "Yeah, you know, probably Celtic would have gone on to win it with that with that gap that they have." But Rangers' official line on this has been nothing to do with that. They say it's all about. You know, wanting better governance, and and they say they're the ones acting in the best interests of Scottish football because they want to shine a light in things that have gone wrong. And I know why that gets the attention because of the the city that we're in. And obviously, Rangers have a loud voice, and they provided the dossier, and they called for Neil Doncaster's suspension. So I get all that, but at the same time, Billy, twelve other clubs voted for that inquiry yesterday. So surely there is a, at least a slightly bigger picture here. There probably is Gordon And it's not something that I, As a, a, a normal supporter Is privy to know anything about uh, As just a supporter We just see the football That's played on the park Or the lack of it At this moment in time But the point is The thing is that As Rangers really just Try to kick up a storm here Because they want to deflect Our supporters' attention Away from the fact That the season's pretty much over And there's nothing else For them to talk about Or gain from it As well That They've not won nothing They're not going to win the mm-hmm. title so it's a bad season for Rangers whatever way you look at it it's not going to get any better and I'm sure there is problems within the Scottish football but I'm quite sure there's probably uh, problems in football establishments all over the world not just Scotland but now there's nothing else to talk about this has been brought up and maybe the way it was done and the way it's turned out to be wasn't in a, a very professional manner and maybe it was done too soon Maybe more time should be taken over something like that. I think. I think. I don't think Rangers have done it <laughs> to to try and you know cause um, you know the, or gain the publicity side of it. I don't think that that's the reason why they've done it. They've done it because they they believe that there was something that needed to be investigated and there were things that they weren't happy with. But obviously, it has got more column inches because there isn't <laughs> as much to talk about. It has been you know that that the, there has been more talk about it. It's been it's got more airtime. Um, then it was also a hell of an allegation yeah. Duff as well Yeah not, but if not the just football that, was going on Mark No but if, any time No at any time that, I think that's, if the football no. was going on It wouldn't have got as No I don't agree with you I don't agree with you If you call for the suspension Of the, yeah. the, the, the SPFL chief executive And, and the legal advice yeah. The football would still have been going on Yeah, yeah And we'd <laughs> been concentrating On a title race But that's still a major Yeah but it's still it's not something that would would have disappeared after twenty four no, hours. I'm not saying we'd it would disappear. But I, I still, I, I personally don't don't believe it would have got the same amount of publicity if football was been on because you know we would have other things to talk about and the, and the relevant aspects of whether it's you know good, bad, or indifferent results. But but as I said, at the end of the day, Rangers have put their you know their, their um, you know ideas on there or, or their their proposals there for people to decide whether they agree with them or disagree with them. And the clubs have said, listen, we don't agree that they should be taken any further. At the moment. At yeah. the moment. So, therefore, you know, we, we can't keep getting back all the time until such times as, yeah. okay, eventually, you know, somebody will agree with us. Um, yeah, the, 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 the football for me, as I said, we, we have to move on. Rangers, again, we've already agreed, we, we all agree here, there's elements within that uh, dossier that we, we, we think merit. You know, investigation, mm-hmm. but uh, as I said, in, in discussion, if you want to call it that, but that can be done, you know, periodically over a period of time. And Rangers as well can gather more support, you know, within yeah. football clubs, and they can maybe look at that as well, and maybe get a bit more strength. You know, clubs like Aberdeen who who supported them and 
Sean Rahr and Patty and, and I can't remember who, who was the other 12 there was 12 I think yeah various I mean you know, Inverness so, in the so, championship and so so those type of clubs can you know Rangers can, can maybe gather a little bit more support and before you know it they may well have enough to, to think listen we, we can you know start to ask for change I, but I, that I think that's take, right take I think that's, that's just, that sh- should be the strategy for Rangers mm. going forward not to let it go yeah. but see in public yeah do what's right for Scottish football let's try and get Scottish football back but privately behind the scenes because, yeah. because what Rangers need to do as well I think that, that, that they've lost a wee bit over the past few years uh, where Celtic have gained an advantage is mm. I think Rangers need to find friends amongst other yeah. football clubs you know get, get, a, get a greater relationship going with, with other clubs that's something you've got to do I don't I don't think there's quite a good enough working relationship maybe Rangers feel that they don't need it but when it comes to things like like yesterday and a vote you know you, you've, you've got to find a way of, of dealing um, with things and I think that's something that Rangers probably will work on in the background mm. and when you've got the support mm. right away if you've got Aberdeen mm. yeah. and Harps either shoulder standing with you then that can be yeah, become powerful that are, you, you know we're you know, close to coming with you you'll know that you know yeah. you, you, in football you, you'll know we're, listen there wasn't much but we just feel as if at this moment in time we have decided to go with the, the vote of, 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 of you, know, ag- you know not agreeing with them but you know we understand a little bit well then you know that then you can you can work behind the scene there's nothing to matter with a month's time sitting down with the, the 12 clubs and then maybe inviting another 4 or 5 clubs that you believe that could be close to your uh, side and trying to convince them to move forward with you. But I mean, Billy, I've got the rate. If you remember the Rangers statement from yesterday, the opening line today's vote has erased the false narrative of this issue simply being a conflict between one club and the SPFL. All we sought was urgently required scrutiny, respect for all member clubs, fairness, and transparency. So you're not buying that as a as a reason for all this. I don't. I don't really know, Gordon. To be perfectly honest, from the current climate, no. I mean, there's probably a lot of truth in what has been said, but probably that's always been there. It's never been anywhere. It's never gone away. It's always been that way. But I think the the vote went against Rangers. I, was it twelve or thirteen clubs you said against there uh, that voted uh, voted with Rangers? Yeah, twelve others. So Out of those were twelve others. So about a third of them. Um, well, we're pretty much agreed by the fact that you've got Harps, Partick Thistle, Falkirk, and Stranraer or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got more to lose than anybody else because they've been relegated or not promoted. Yeah, that takes me on actually nicely to the next point because I've seen, <laughs> the thing I've enjoyed, if that's the right word, I'm obviously a bit of a serious, <laughs> uh, is the, the the analysis of the of the results and people looking at, you know, on one side we've got people looking at these teams and going, oh, well, I've got, I mean, of course they were going to vote for it, Hearts, Partick, Thistle, Stranraer, they were going to get relegated. I've also heard on the other side, oh, well, I mean, X amount of clubs were on the SPFL board, so of course they were going to vote against it, and you can sort of go round in circles if you're looking for. Is there such a thing as a neutral club up here? In the eyes of the fans Probably not But still It was interesting to hear Livingston today Because again No obvious mm-hmm. Axe to grind Maybe similar so with that was the explanation Going so, for, for yeah, Going with the they, resolution They confirmed that they voted In favour of the independent investigation um, For a couple of very different reasons So they say it's simply unbelievable That clubs are being relegated And others are being denied The chance At promotion By the calling of the Scottish Leagues mm-hmm. However A slight speed bump They've voted y- Yes to the proposal yeah. Initially yeah. However they then say That you know the, the, the massive amount of time And energy On reconstruction And it didn't receive The respect it so deserved And it was too briskly dealt with So again Does that mean That, that clubs Thought By voting for The initial proposal 
that reconstruction was nailed yeah. on Is that yeah. the impression they were given? But again, they, they would or, or should have known That it was going to require a live in one vote in the Premiership well, So, I, I, remember I really don't the, know The night when, when, it, when it came out And we came on yeah. air at what, 5 to 6 yeah. and, it, and, it, and it was announced uh, The vote because Dundee had voted at 5 to 6 And that was it nailed on uh, and then, as we said, right at the bottom of the statement, it said, "Oh, and there will be a reconstruction mm. committee put together, uh, which will be headed up green. by Anne Budge." And I thought right away, and I said it on air, I thought, "Oh, done deal. Yeah. There's been a deal done that reconstruction will happen, which means hearts won't come down, and two teams will, will come up, mm-hmm. and it'll be a fourteen-team league, and we'll work it for them, whatever way the leagues mm-hmm. worked out." I thought that was a done deal. I've been a bit mm-hmm. naive. Uh, but I mean, probably, that's the thing. How could but, it be with the current voting no, structure that we've got? I, I thought, I thought it was. I thought something. Had happened and it all fitted into the way Dundee were voting because I said at the time people said, well, "Why? Why is it suit Dundee?" And I thought, "Well, they'll think, well, we don't really want Hearts to come down because it will give us more of a free sure. run for promotion uh, next season without having Hearts in our league, etc., etc." But it it collapsed spectacularly on on Friday afternoon. The Premiership clubs uh, absolutely killed it off, uh, and then again that led to the real the, the weekend of real ill feeling. Uh, among mm. so many clubs And towards SPFL I mean, And Scottish football this, this is a web Jim Because <laughs> if, if you're looking for Blame You always look for, you know, for Someone to blame There's been a lot of, of Criticism of Well Neil Doncaster Personally The running of the SPFL board The executive But actually It's, it's the premiership clubs That have kiboshed Reconstruction Or some yeah. of them um, But then of course You could go back to the argument And say you know, Can the, the, those at the top Of the SPFL Could they have done Something differently But I mean we saw uh, remind me who was the Partick Thistle statement At the weekend They were having a go At Dave Cormack At Aberdeen For the way he handled The reconstruction So there's The blame's sort of Getting fired in various directions Yeah I mean but Listen when something Doesn't suit you You look for a reason You know And you look for A culprit You think this person You know Wasn't say you know Didn't, didn't agree well, We don't agree with what he said Or you know they, Their club should have Dealt with it differently Because we're all We're all looking for Someone to To, to point a finger at And say it was their mm-hmm. fault And their reasons Listen We don't agree And we've said this before Of Hearts Partick Thistleston Rah But the bottom line is If you want to be cruel They're all bottom of the league They're all bottom of the league For a reason And we had I think it was, it was Jim Goodwin was on the, 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 Here a couple of weeks ago Saying Hearts have only won Four games all season So Sometimes you know, as much as we, you know, if, if we look at the circumstances and, you know, that the, the we're kind of forced into at this moment in time. See, well, listen, yeah, because it's can you find a solution? Yeah, yeah and, and we can't. But the, the, the clubs seem to be not taking any responsibility at all for their current mm. situation and current place in the league. So it's as if it's always someone else's fault, always someone else to blame. And it's nothing to do with the fact is, listen, if we were, we were in the bottom of the league, we wouldn't be arguing this case quite as, as uh, you know, robustly as, as, as we currently are. Let's speak to Martin and Falkirk Hi Martin Good evening guys Can you hear me okay? Yeah not too yeah. bad On you go It was a question to Jim As the manager Who was sitting on the panel tonight It was In terms of players Now If by chance That the football does get back And it's behind closed doors Players have unfurled If you like What happens If for instance A couple of players decide You know what I still think it feels a bit unsafe For me to be training after playing football I'm going to stay at home I'm not really ready To come back I still feel unsafe Will those players Be disciplined I don't think they should be But what happens If a player decides You know what I don't feel safe yet Government advice Is still to be careful I'm not coming back What happens then Yeah I mean Absolutely They're totally within Their, their right If they do, do not feel uh, Comfortable or safe Or they've got Family members You know You've got to remember They could have They could have elderly parents Or grandparents Or they could have 
children, we underline health issues, issues, Martin. There's a lot of reasons why not every player might feel comfortable to go back if there is closed door games, regardless of all the safety measures put in place. So, no, they're absolutely quite within the rights. And for me personally, there's not 1% of me would think of uh, disciplining those players for not coming in. You cannot force someone to come in if they believe that uh, it's not safe for themselves and for their families. So that's the most important thing, as I said before, football. And I would be saying that if I was a manager of a, of a higher level club, top club, and, and, I, and I'm sure every manager will feel the mm. same. You know, if you're a manager at a top club and one or two of your players, or whatever many players do not feel comfortable and happy and ready to come back, then there's, there's no way I think that any club would force that upon the players with a threat of... Discipline them. I, I don't. I don't think that would happen at all. Yeah, we're we're not even close enough to to sort of having a decision to make there. Unfortunately, Martin, um, is is that something that would worry you down the line? Yeah, well, I was I was trying to think, you know, beyond and when football might come back, and you know, trying to think of how it would work in terms of staff in the stadium and that. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, what if the players, what if the staff don't even want to come because they feel unsafe? I mean. I'm thinking, how do we get the ball rolling if not every participant really wants to get the ball rolling? Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we're seeing in England at the moment, yeah. isn't it? You know, for all the money and for all the, the determination that they've been shown, and, I've, you know, I've heard people involved in early saying, look at the effort they're putting in to get games started. Why are we not doing it? As if we somehow don't want to. Of course we do, but we don't have the, the infrastructure or the money to start with. And even at that, you're seeing that there are still major hurdles for them to, I, to, I, to get over. I don't think they're kicking the ball in England either Gordon, I, I genuinely thought they'd be back um, next month But there's too much resistance And th- there's other factors And It's not just about the bottom five or six clubs Trying to you know, uh, put barriers up You're at, they, There's players coming forward about health issues Not only for themselves mm-hmm. For their partners, for their children, for their parents etc. So you know, it, it sounds great And we want it back But there's so many things to overcome At the moment Again, um, you know, despite the money that they've got down there And, and all the riches they're in the same boat as us Because it comes down to health It doesn't come down to how much money you've got mm. It comes down to health And the players aren't buying into it um, Enough just now So I think again Down the road you, you, You're talking about August, September October for them too That was Martin in Falkirk Thanks to Martin It's a good time for you to get your call in Because we're going to get some travel with Stephen And you could be next Clyde was Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi are here Waiting for your calls and your tweets Brian is in Lark Hall What's on your mind tonight Brian? Yeah it's just regarding uh, What uh, Billy the Celtic fan Said earlier on And I've not phoned in for a while uh, I've obviously been listening to the programme And and you know, take as much information as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but w- what uh, what Billy says was, what does Rangers want out of this? Right. W- 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 well, what I believe Rangers want out of this is proper corporate governance, and uh, they're obviously mistrusting the SPFL board, and they see. A situation where things probably aren't getting done properly. We were accused of bad corporate governance, which brought you know my club to its knees. Uh, this particular Rangers board, uh, I, I trust them implicitly, uh, and I know it's hard for people, you know, not to believe that everything is judged by what happens in the pitch 
and then we don't want Celtic to win nine in a row. But to be honest, I think it's went beyond that. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the depth of a, a real world crisis at the moment. I don't want to sound like a politician, but that is the most important thing. But if my club sees something's not getting done wrong, you know, on an SPFL board level, then they have to, you know, bring that, you know, to the party. And say, I believe they've done that. I was very, very pleased that they got 13, uh, you know, clubs going with them. And I don't believe this is finished yet. I suppose it's worth bearing in mind sort of what the question was yesterday, though. You know, what is it you were voting for? Because although 27 clubs voted against having an independent investigation, that's not 27 clubs saying, we love Neil Doncaster, we think the SPFL is a flawless business that is run perfectly. That's not that's not what the question was, but clubs had to face up to the reality of, is it the right time to embark on an independent investigation? Do we have bigger fish to fry? Can we afford it? Are there other things we should do at the moment? And, and that's why the result, well, potentially why the result has been so... Clear on on in favour of the SPFL, if you like. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to to, to come at it, um, Brian. You can see, you know, what is the most important thing? Is as Brian said, we're facing, you know, a world crisis, but we're, we're facing a crisis in Scotland for for obvious reasons at the moment. Football is a part of it. We're on here to talk about football. Um, so, what is the most important thing now? The most important thing just now is to try and get Scottish football back in some shape or form, whatever way that's going to be. And eventually try and find a way for supporters to get into the stadiums To, to get the, the atmosphere going, to generate money That is the most important thing just now Because we, we, at the moment we ain't got a clue When that's going to happen What it's going to look like So this will be a, a, a day by day Moving story Trying to move it forward What comes after that If you if, if, if you're for Rangers and anybody else that's got grievances You then look at what's going on within the game And you keep... Chipping away to it But I think now And, and had the, the will of the 42 clubs yesterday Been no We want an independent investigation Then fine I, I would go Things I've said I've said you know Things haven't sat uh, Right with me All during this process The past four or five weeks But for now It's been the will Of the clubs to say no Scottish football Is the biggest thing just now Get that right And then if it's January, February, March It, it can be easily Easily revisited And by the way It will be revisited I mean Jim I go back to Motherwell's statement yesterday Just because it gave us a really Sort of step by step Guide to their thought process um, It says Is it the appropriate time To divert resource Into an investigation In our view It's not You know We're surprised The amount of effort And energy devoted To this topic At a time when Scottish football Faces a crisis Secondly Clubs will need significant help to get through this We might need to access money from external sources uh, The chance of getting that funding If we continue to fight in public Is, is slim So we're going to try come come together And get the best possible outcome Now, you don't have to agree with that But that's hardly a controversial thought process No, but it's also not an endorsement Of the, the SPFL either You know, they're not saying that we think That everything in, in the gardens Yeah, sorry, there. the last line actually yeah. says as well If in due course, when we're through the crisis yeah. If clubs feel there should be a review Of the structure and operation yeah. We would support it, we'd be happy to be involved yeah, I, I yeah. think, you know, Brian's you know, saying there Rangers have, you know I think given enough If you want to call it information Or enough on the dossier 
Um, to say, you know, the, and the suggest the clubs twelve obviously backing them. Other clubs think it's not maybe the right time, and or maybe don't agree with them. But I think there's enough there that people realise there has to be changes, and there will be changes, or at least a discussion. Yeah, Let's leave a discussion it. Yeah, that, yeah. But I think there will be further down the line. But it's not um, now. I think it's time to move on. You know, the 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 the, the vote was there. The clubs, yeah, a, a significant number voted with Rangers, but obviously the majority voted against mm. it. So I think there has been, and there is enough in, in the background to, to say, listen, there has to be change. I'm not saying that Neil Doncaster lose his job or anything like that, but there has to be changes made within the infrastructure of the SPFL. And I think that will come at another time and another date further down the line, as Mark says, perhaps early part of next year. But at the moment, is is um, was it Alan Burrow's statement, or was it was it from Alan? Uh, from Jim McMahon, the from chairman, Jim I think. McMahon, yeah, the chairman, uh, and Motherwell, similar like that. It's maybe not the time mm-hmm. to 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 continue this infighting. Brian, would you expect the SPFL to call the Premiership within the next few days? And, and if they do, what would you make of that? I actually don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, if they call it, then they call it. Uh, to be honest, it's, it's a hard one, Gordon. It's a hard one. But I'm glad you mentioned about uh, what Morrible said uh, about it because if there is a, a few clubs out there have, have only voted against us because they want things to move on, but obviously it can be revisited, then I'm, I'm happy with that. As far as calling the league, I really do not know. I still feel we should try every measure possible to finish the league. And if we can't do that, then then a decision has to be made. Mark Guidi, are you expecting that within the next few... Say, say by this time next week, when I see you two cheery faces again, will the Premiership be over? Will Celtic be the champions? Will Hearts be relegated? Uh, by this time next week, yeah. yeah. You I think, think so? I, I think it will be called when the deadline is officially May 25th. It could go... As long as that, but we're only what twelve days away from me to. I think yeah, but in the next seven days, yeah, it'll be called because that's it's another decision made, and then again it, it, it clears that debt to go and try and move forward and, and how we move forward um, in Scottish football. Uh, like I said, the first four weeks on here with Jim, as we said, day fifty one a lockdown. Um, I thought oh, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep trying to find a way. I said if the past two weeks I'm feeling been we ain't kicking a ball up here as I said earlier. I don't think they're going to kick a ball down the road anytime soon, despite. The riches. So, when when are we back, and how are we back? Three four months down the when, line. Going. When they made the original call of obviously the lower leagues, mm-hmm. um, they said that obviously the Premier League would would be would, you know obviously be waiting. But did they give a specific date? That no, that, that that's now made? driven by UEFA, as Mark says. So by the twenty fifth of yeah. May, you either have to you sort of you have to have declared yourself. Are you going to carry on? How how are you going to do it? Or, or that's mm-hmm. the deadline for. For calling it yeah. But that's the last day You know we could go It could happen tonight And it could happen yeah. at any time Between now and the 25th I, I'm I'm not quite as uh, Convinced as Mark on that Only simply because Of the Ferrari It's come up Over the The variety mm. of things Over the last The last week or two And people are saying Oh you were kind of Pushed into that decision Only 48 hours to make that decision You know But this was rushed You know It was a bit of coercion Between clubs And all these sort of things So I think they might Just extend the period Another couple of weeks. That's for UF, UEFA. No, the the, the SPFL. SPFL. 
They, but they've only got what twelve days to twelve call days up. from you know, here. I, I think can they can they not say that they can you know they're they're, they're going to make this decision at another no, time? No, I think it's it's going to be done before that. All right, the so decision they, to yeah, they actually have to make a decision yeah. on wh- whether they give the league or what. Well, oh, basically, oh, they, they, they have plan to, inform, to carry on. Yeah. but yeah. we won't. We couldn't. Mm. I don't the, think the biggest thing that I think that yeah, for one, they want to know by May twenty fifth is. Who are your representatives for European football? Yeah, Shoot, exactly. If and that's when it. we that's, get started, that's what, that's what they want to know. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much, Brian in Larkall. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. Midweek, beat the pundit. Your chance to win a signed ball, but you have to get more questions right than Jim Duffy or Mark Guidi. If you fancy it tonight, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number. As always, calls must be in before seven. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Experienced players who know how to win Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're about to hear from Hamilton Ackies So much talk in recent weeks about clubs that have started selling season tickets And fans that are snapping them up Even though we don't know where we go from here Hamilton Ackies won't be uh, selling season tickets for next season at the moment So we're going to speak to them very soon As soon as we finish this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, beat the pundit time Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi are ready One of them is going to take on Daniel from Staffordshire Hi Daniel Hi, how are you doing? Not too bad at all Do you, Is this a, a temporary thing? How long have you been south of the border, Daniel? Yeah, I've been down there about 10 years Right, okay And um, I've only quite recently um, tuned into um, Obviously listening to the show I find it quite um, quite fun during lockdown So I thought um, I've been listening to the questions I thought um, I can definitely beat Alex Ray But I just thought I needed more of a challenge <laughs> So I thought I'll, um, I'll take on Gemma or the other guy a, a bit, Is this about a sound of home for you? Where are you originally from? Glasgow Ah, there we go that's what, Sorry, that's what I say to people down here I, I grew up in Mulgahy recently Finished um, in Scotland out in Bishop Briggs. Oh, that's, that's yeah. There we go. That's, that's Jim Duffy territory, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Um, I'll get the coin heads. It's Mark Guidi tails. It's Jim Duffy, and it's heads. Mark Guidi mm-hmm. up against Daniel uh, from Bishop Briggs slash Staffordshire. So let's give Mark some clay two to listen to. That sounds right. He can't hear you anymore, Daniel. Thirty seconds on the clock. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yeah. Who did Rangers face in the 2008 UEFA Cup final? Zenit St. Petersburg Who did Celtic sign Odson Edward from? PSG Who is the captain of St. Mirren? John McGinn Which country, oh, ho- which country hosted the 2014 World Cup? Brazil Which Scottish side play at the Penny Cars Stadium? Uh, Aloha Who won the 96 Scottish Cup? Uh, and which Scottish junior side play in Barhead? Uh, Barhead juniors. Okay, let's bring Mark Weedy back. Mark, can you hear us? I can go. Right, great. Same set of questions to you. Thirty seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. Who did Rangers face in the two thousand and eight UEFA Cup final? Zenit St Petersburg. Who did Celtic sign Odson Edward from? PSG. Who is the captain of Saint Mirren? Uh, Stephen McGinn. Which country hosted the twenty fourteen World Cup? Brazil. Which Scottish side play at the Penny Cars Stadium? Uh, no idea. Who won the 96 Scottish Cup? Uh, Rangers. And which Scottish junior side play their home games in Barhead? Uh, Neilston. 
Which French side does Andre Villas Boas currently manage quickly? Massey. Okay. Let's go. What do you think, Daniel? Uh, I think he, he, he's done me. I was doing well up until the St. Mirren question. Ah, I just threw you. The wrong John. brother The wrong brother Let's find out Who did Rangers face In the 08 UEFA Cup final uh, Zenit You both get that You both knew that Odson Edward Came from PSG uh, Stephen McGinn uh, Daniel An easy mistake to make You went John It's Stephen uh, 3-2 to Mark Guidi You both knew that Brazil Hosted the 2014 World Cup Were you, Did you go? No? Was that uh, after your No Jumps around the world three, What was that 98, 02 and 06 No I didn't do Brazil You couldn't have gone Without your wee travelling buddy Oh I had Kevin's with could me you? In France Kevin's with me In Japan Not not in the uh, nah, some, some great road I'd trips I'd love to see him abroad <laughs> I'm just so familiar at Seeing him in his Usual surround I'd love Listen, to I'll see him abroad a, a very quick story right? <laughs> On the Sunday mail office Pre going to um, France 98 So it was about the weather And it was Sell Hugh Keemans And Ian King We were all going For the Sunday mail And Gordon Waddle So we're, 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 we're going out And uh, we're talking about the weather We stayed, stayed in a beautiful place Called Avignon Flew into Marseille And then up to Avignon It was beautiful um, Anyway long story short He said Huey What about your gear But I, I, I don't have a pair of shorts <laughs> Of course he doesn't I don't even know if he's got legs I've never seen them He's not got a pair of shorts So I had I said I'll bring a pair And I had an old pair of my St Myrne shorts <laughs> Same shorts that I brought from And the wee man Was hopping about A beautiful place Having on With a pair of uh, well, 1984 St Myrne, St. Myrne shorts And it was, it was brilliant uh, White great, socks And Jesus sandals but big, big Derek was over there From Radio Clyde as well ah, Derek Johnson imagine. Anyway back to that I did, No I did like that That's 4-3 to Mark Guidi At the moment Which Scottish side Played the Penny Car Stadium Airdrie, Airdrie. Ah, So none enough. of you got it uh, Daniel uh, Hearts lost The 96 Scottish Cup final So you said Hearts It was Rangers mm. uh, So Mark Guidi Stretches his lead uh, We were looking for Arthurly Arthurly Ah um, Next one you see um, Daniel said Barhead Juniors Which is Perfectly <laughs> logical guess But we're looking for Arthurly And Marseille Is indeed The, the team of Andre Villas Boas At the moment One, two, three, four, five, six. Mark Guidi And a 3 For you Daniel It was a good start But you just tailed off Towards the end Hard lines I know, no, no problem at all. It's um, it's good to have a bit of competition because um, when I'm, I'm listening, I'm usually um, answering the questions as I'm going along. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm all right, which tempted me to phone up. But thanks a lot for your time. No, you've guys. done well. Thank you. Again, that was time. Daniel. Well done, Daniel. Down in Staffordshire, getting a bit, of, a, a sound of home for him down there. I can just imagine. Yeah. Uh, right. I did say just before we played Beat the Pundit that at the moment, in fact, this time last week when you two were in here, a lot of the conversation was. Around season tickets You know and, and clubs have put them on sale and, and fans are buying them Fair play and well done But what are they buying And, and where might the difficulties lie Well Hamilton Aki's announced today uh, That they've ditched season tickets For next term Amid the uncertainty Over you know, what's going on at the moment So I'm pleased to say That Chief Executive Colin McGowan uh, Joins us on the line Colin how are you? Yeah fine thank you Yeah good Colin Just I hope I've not done the story a disservice Kick us off by giving us the, the sort of thought process behind that That reason to not sell season tickets at the moment Well we don't know if the seasons will start finish No one really knows where, you know, exactly where we're going to be So we wouldn't want to put the uh, it's just, That's just a, a decision, you know, as a club that, that we've made You know, so, you know, and we've made the decision we'll, you know, We stand by that and I think it's, it's the best thing It's a bit of clarity, we don't know when the first game will be, when the first uh, fan can can come and sit down in the seats they've occupied for years in, year out. So we're very much in unknown territory. So uh, that's just a decision we've made. Yeah, I mean, the obvious thought process, Colin, for clubs that, that have done it is because they need money and 
they need it now How difficult is it going to be for Hamilton to survive without that, that influx of cash at the moment? Every club will have different difficulties And as I say, it's up to each and every club It's the, you know, the owners, the directors, the supporters, the sponsors the, you know, Our destiny will be in our own hands ultimately And the, there'll be some tough decisions we'll have to make But I think everybody has to you know, wait, just sit and wait and see uh, you know, what happens And wait to our, you know, all our different governing bodies uh, you know, you know, come up with a with a workable plan together with the you know together with the government, and uh, and we just really need to sit back and await instruction, really. Yeah, and actually, with regards to current season tickets, um, you are offering a proportionate refund because if it well, it looks like we won't get the remaining games finished. Is it safe to say, Colin, like other clubs have been in this situation, you are relying on fans who who hopefully, in your case, can. Cannot take that refund if that makes sense. Would it would it be difficult for you if every fan who was a season ticket holder claimed the refund? No, listen. Every fan's due the refund. If they would, I understand the set. I've had a couple of calls of sentiments that you know that the some some won't claim it, but mm-hmm. but some they haven't they haven't seen the games. They're entitled to it. It's like any other business transaction. You know, uh, you know if uh, you know if anybody that, that requests the, the refund, they'll get it back, and and it's. Hamilton Mackies, we haven't got a, a massive fan bank, so it would, wouldn't it be? As, it's not as sore to us as it is to you know to many clubs. But each club is just to decide for themselves what's right. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly it, isn't it? This is about all clubs, Mark and Jim, finding a solution that that suits them. You you, you can't say you know, that one club is is doing it wrong and the other club's doing it right because ultimately they're all just trying to to navigate their way through I, this. I, I mean, I, th- I think in the past, I mean, I've I've quite vocally um, said that you know Hamilton have a fantastic structure of you know the development for their players, how they run their club, you know, and they're they're always you know uh, you know as I said before, they're they're, they're definitely a club for for smaller clubs. Who you know understand the business, understand their fan, and, and where they are. You know they don't have delusions of grandeur. And Colin knows you know exactly the the budget required and the way to deal with, with his uh, supporters. So you deal with for the best with the best interest of your club. And but for all this debate about you know clubs voting with self interest, but Colin's looking at his club, Hamilton Aki's and saying right, how best do we treat our fans? And at this moment in time, we're not going to issue season tickets. And I, I think Colin, it was that there's going to be a uh, you know, just pay pay at the gate, and and and. But how would that go if if, for instance, you know, the league does get a date to start, and your first two games are the old firm at home? How does that work then? When you know they they kind of pay at the gate, would you then look to 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 flip that a little bit further down the line? Yeah, that would that would go. The pay at the gate, the pay at the gates in relation to the sale of our own season tickets. We'll we'll, we'll take guide, government guidance and the you know our, our, our the governing bodies guidance. But it may just be back to a uh, you know season ticket sales again. See, we probably have the longest serving uh, you know board in the de- in the Premiership. We all know our strengths and weaknesses. You know, uh, as everyone knows, for instance, my weakness is football. To my supporters, all that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we 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 get Ronnie McDonald, uh, Alan Maitland, Wes Gray over Brian Rice, Boozy, George Cairns. There's about 150, 160 years worth of football there. And amongst those those six gentlemen, so for for one club to have that, and we all know where we are, so we're, we're sort of working day in day out to try to come up. We'll not get it all right, but like say today we we fitted the, the the thermal cameras, and we found out that we were the first possibly the first club in the UK. Now the thermal cameras don't detect COVID nineteen, but they will detect elevated temperatures. Mm-hmm. 
And at that point, they'd maybe be able to stop an infected person entering the stadium. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, again, I think it's fantastic that I mean, clubs are saying before innovative, and you know, moving forward, and and because you know, unless we find this miraculous vaccine, then you know, everyone's going to have to change how they look at football in the future. Yeah, and just on one point you picked up there, uh, you mentioned their call, which I like is always great. Kind of unsung heroes at your club, you know, big Jordan's Cairns. What a brilliant job he, he does at all levels at the club and. and Oh, he's brilliant. And, and before him, I think he learned very well from Frankie McAvoy, who obviously went with Alec uh, to, to Norwich and, and they Preston. Were, they, different were places. Ah, they, were, they were brilliant, as you say. A lot of really good, conscientious football people at your club, Colin. That's been the, the secret of the success. Ronnie Allen and Les, they've brought through some crackers. Even Victoria, top physios and everything. We've, we've Ronnie, they've, they've found the best and sometimes we've, we've lost the best. But that's been good because we don't stand in envy's road. See if somebody, we never say, oh, We've lost that person. We see good. Ronnie says that Ronnie's got a great saying. Oh, there's somebody else, another star we've made. So uh, you know, it's it's like it's like I, I, I absolutely love uh, you know love the see see the charity, see the the community trust and the children's charity, blameless and the work they're doing. You should see the work that's going on with these with, the, with these uh, volunteers are doing, picking up prescriptions, meals, a. Uh, Putting together packs for the kids—it's absolutely heartwarming. That you, you need to see the uh, Thursday night. There's a sort of wee cartoon character parades to stay connected to the. the we're, we're putting out the X Factor nights, and it's fabulous trying to keep everything connected. Well, you know, during this very difficult time. Is that why, Colin? Things like that today—the thermal camera that that you've had installed—you say you believe you're the first club in the UK to do it. Is you know, cl- clubs like Hamilton are. They're hubs for the, the community And you need to make it safe For people to, to come there Is is that Is that The forefront of your mind Because we all focus on the, the sort of football And when can we play football And when can we get fans in But I guess you need to make Your stadium a safe place to come to Well I've a duty of care To staff, players, supporters And the general public But The, the big thing is The, the thermal cameras are first That is only part of the safety protocol You know there's also Increased hygiene and common sense Although Football and common sense sometimes don't have a great relationship, but in general terms, in general terms, uh, you know, we're, we're always think we're always trying to, to drive it forward, making sure making sure we survive. And we've got, as I say, the board that's been that board that's been together for eighteen years will become uh, close friends. And as I say, we all know our strengths and weaknesses. That's yeah, why I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit concerned about that X factor thing with Les Gray and Alan Maitland and Norman. <laughs> oh, I don't think they'll be involved because they're shy. No, no, they're very shy, retiring <laughs> people that I know, and uh, I'm sure they tell us. And I've seen these guys out in a wee night out and again. So uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they, they'd they'd be first to try and have a go at that. But I think from Hamilton's point of view, as I said, they are a true community club. And I think that's the essence of them. And as I say, they don't just look at the football side, they look at what they can contribute into the community. And when we have all these debates, uh, Gordon, about you know the football at the higher level and you know league league construction, all these kind of things, these are the type of clubs, I think, that people don't appreciate how important they are to the community, to a local mm. community. Yeah, well, on those issues, I mean, Hamilton would have been right at the forefront of it, Colin. Les Gray, um, co-chair of the, the reconstruction uh, task force, Um this show has been dominated for the last couple of nights Calling about the vote yesterday Did clubs want an independent investigation into the SPFL? Hamilton voted no Why was that? Is that just going back to everything you've been saying That you feel like the priority right now is is elsewhere About getting people safe and getting football started again? 
Well, I think if it dominated the show yesterday, we wouldn't want to waste the show by any of the night. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, the, the, the votes are the votes. It's a, the, 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 no, the votes are the votes. And I leave the football side to the football people. Uh, as I say, at Hamilton Mackey's on the community side, the stadium, the stadium safety, getting fans in and out. So, you know, as I sell the football, you know, that we've got we've got a, a great divide. I, I said I could have given Ronnie a funny enough I'd promised to, to Ronnie and the team there that I, that, that I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go on the radio in case anybody asked me about football. <laughs> <laughs> well that's fine, we'll you let you off. Directors getting asked about football now, All right, we'll no. let you off. <laughs> Colin. Don't, don't spoil a perfectly good interview by mentioning football. <laughs> All right, Colin. Thank you very much for joining us. That was Colin McGowan, Chief Executive at Hamilton Ackies. Um again, a week on and that, that just sums up the difficulty facing clubs at the moment Do you put season tickets in sale? Do you not? Some clubs will have to Some clubs can afford not to Collins outlined the case for Hamilton Ackies um, How many unanswered questions have we got at the moment? Yeah, but again he, he did say that you know, Further down the line If they had to look at the season tickets and review it They would And, and I think this is sometimes We always seem to want to Give it done straight away Rather than yeah. just kind of you know, No one's got, no one's got the, you know, the, the crystal ball To look into the future So I think we just have to, to Gradually Look at things as we get closer towards them And see what's best for each individual club Okay, I think we'll leave it there Thanks again to Colin It's 0141 951 If you want to have your say You can tweet us at Clyde SSB And this might be a good time to go and get a pen and paper uh, Because we've got 12 names that you need to come up oh, with on the teaser 12. Bit of a continental a feel like it? Um, I don't know It's a bit of a continental feel to tonight's right. question uh, But plenty more calls coming next as well the Full Time Teaser with scottishsun.co.uk Get all the latest football news and opinion Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Helping you return to action Talk to thompsons.com Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy are here George and Milton coming up next Let me quickly get this teaser up and running And whilst we're on the subject of quizzing Don't forget Clyde One Super Scoreboard Lockdown Quiz Episode 3 Is here tomorrow From 7 o'clock It's 2-0 to Wilson DL has been Destroyed <laughs> By Mark Wilson In the last two weeks Let's see If he can get revenge tomorrow You can play along on the show And live on Facebook And all the rest of it So that'll be from 7 o'clock tomorrow Before that though Tonight The question has been sent in by Russell Thank you to Russell He says Since 98 12 Italians have made 30 or more appearances for Scottish top flight clubs. Can you name them? So since 98, 12 Italians have made 30 or more appearances for Scottish top flight clubs. Can you name them? Varenzo Amoroso. Yep, just 149 or so for him. Sergio Parini. Yes. Um... Mark Guidi, any that spring to mind straight away? What was uh, the Amo uh, Donati Massimo Donati Yes Barini Donati And uh, oh no, He was probably away But I'll throw him in Just been the borderline Gattuso Yeah He just sneaks in there I think Yeah just at the end Yep so well done We'll leave it there Amoruso Donati Gattuso Perini You won't be surprised to hear That the rest are a bit More difficult than that The right. easy ones uh, Looking for 12 Italians Since 98 More than 30 appearances For Scottish top flight clubs So we've got 4 down 8 to go And we'll get them Between now And the end of the show Let's speak to George Who is in Milton What have you got for us tonight George? Good evening guys Nice to hear you all in there Keep on going I know we should move away From the The big hitters If you like Of yesterday 
Ah, not I'm yet. Not yet, George. Plenty of mileage left yeah, in that, well, don't you worry? No, I, I, think the, I think the votes now said it all in. Really, I know if there was league-breaking stuff guys, they wouldn't be sitting here having this debate about 12 other clubs back in Rangers. And I've got a theory on it. I think Aberdeen has uh, voted, uh, obviously, yes for the independent inquiry because Dave Cormack had a, a spat with Christopher Adger during the season. And, uh, wow, that's quite I a theory. Hold on, explain, elaborate on that one. Yeah, well, they had they was blaming the Kisses of Adia for cheating last year, last year there on the in one of the games, feigning injury, and Kisses of Adia scored the winner up at Petrodri. Right. Uh, just as you know, guys, and the, that was the headlines about it. That's him paying back to Mister Cormack for his uh, his allegations. You know. Yeah, no, I get that. But how how is a vote for an independent investigation yesterday? Any sort of revenge against <laughs> Christopher Iyer or Celtic, for that matter. Well, my, my theory is again, guys. If you look back, if you look at all the all the people that voted, apart from uh, Jimmy Cranky, uh, sorry, Ann Budge. If oh, you look come at, on, uh, be fair, sorry, George. Sorry, mate. Come sorry, on. I know, Bill. You know, you know, if you take it away the league reconstruction, guys, you're not going to have many many clubs there voting for the, the independent inquiry against Stenhouse Muir. The advisor of the, of the Royal Arms Order in Scotland, you know. I feel like we're going off on quite a number of, of tangents here, George, and I'm struggling for, for relevance. Very impolite to, to Anne Budge to begin with. Yeah. Um, you did apologise, but I, I, I'm not sure how any of this is is linked. I think the nub of the point, George, I mean, for instance, it says on, on my computer screen, the point is if league reconstruction wasn't scrapped, would have many clubs voted for the investigation? Actually, that's a valid question, but we had Jerry Britton on... Monday, Monday, Monday And Yeah granted Before anyone says I know Partick Thistle Have got a lot to lose Because they were going to go down But he says that Their decision to vote For an independent investigation Was made way before The collapse of Reconstruction Reconstruction Yeah I mean listen you, if, Again if If clubs believe That there was um, Something to investigate Then They agree with it I mean the there was twelve clubs, so yeah, you, know, you can look at the 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 kind of makeup of the clubs if you want, and suggest that uh, whether it was some of the clubs that had more to lose. Um, but you know, listen, I keep saying that you know the, there was it's it's up to the, the the individual clubs to vote for how they believe um, was fit, and we we do believe that if twelve clubs vote, that, that there's obviously some things that that are not 100% in the, with, the, with the SPFL. And, and I, don't, I don't think there's any governing bodies, as I said before, I think that no matter who was in charge, doesn't matter who's in charge of Scottish football, there's always people who either don't like them, don't think they, they govern mm. the game properly, it doesn't suit their particular club. <laughs> you know, and, and that's always going to be the case, and I think always has mm. been the case. Yeah, I think most of the clubs, Mark, have made those kind of noises that sort of regardless, they, they just want answers and they, they want the process improved. Um but I think it is a, certainly a fair question to to just wonder how how strong the feeling would be if the circumstances were different. You you, you take how Falkirk must be feeling at the moment. They must be mm-hmm. furious because they're only one point behind Rafe. Yeah, yeah. um, they voted for that investigation yesterday. But would they be feeling less angry if you like if reconstruction was happening and they were staring at a, a season in the championship? Well, uh, probably yeah, it's just yeah. human nature, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think they would be. And as you said, you made the. Um, Yourself or, or Jim made the point uh, earlier. Even though you know twenty-seven clubs voted no, I didn't mean to say that seventy 
the 27 clubs think we've got a, a perfect setup, you know, but it'll just be the various reasons. It's not the right time or, or, or whatever. Yeah, it's not perfect, but Other I'll, go with, I'll go with the flow or whatever it may be. So, yeah, but in terms of that point, um, I, I agree with it. Uh, it reminds me, Jim, uh, very loosely, I should add, uh, when you get the election results and then the, the demographics start coming out and you start sort of who voted and why they voted and all the rest of it. And, and that's what everyone's tried to do. Like I, I said earlier in the show, people have been spinning it both ways about, well, obviously these clubs had mm-hmm. nothing to lose or these clubs did have something to lose or these clubs were on the board. Just as a, as a manager involved in the lower leagues at, at the moment, is, it, is there anything, any interest at all in the fact that Eight out of the 13 votes Came from The bottom two divisions Does that, that say anything? No I think a lot of The, the lower league clubs Always feel that um, You know or, or, or not always feel But you know Regularly feel that uh, You know Perhaps That you know There's too too much You know Like uh, structure If you want to call it that Is emphasised on the, the top clubs mm-hmm. And there maybe is not a, a, a More of a balance Towards the The, 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 the smaller clubs uh, whether that be financially, whether that be in voting structures, um, you know, there's a, there's a number because the two the two lower leagues I've got to remember have got to combine together the yeah. championship and the, and the Premier League of their, their individual votes, and you know, so there, there, there may be a reason that they think that the, the structure should be changed a little bit. That's a it's, it's a little bit more even. Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask the clubs involved, but I get that kind of sense where um, the, the the lower league clubs maybe just feel that. Um, there, there are things to be looked at to ch- change within, you know, the the SPFL um, structure. But again, as we, 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 me and Matt both agree, it's, we're not saying that there isn't elements there that need to be done. Mm-hmm. But we don't think it's the right thing. I mean, I've seen some great takes on it, Mark. I know Rangers are, are keen to emphasise the fact that they got support from all four divisions, and therefore it shows you that that there is a spread across all the leagues. Yeah. Flip that in its head And say well you know Out of our top 22 sides Only 5 voted for it And it's actually 8 of the bottom 20 None of that Probably really matters When you when you, you can only You can only Have a vote With a set criteria And it either passes Or it doesn't Yeah and, and that's it You know the, the constitution The rules that you need 75% Are, are part of rules That, that Rangers were You know made up Whenever the, the, the SPFL constitution uh, was, was written and passed uh, And agreed That doesn't mean to say That it, it's that it's right, I don't mean to say that you still can't pursue it, but I think at the moment, like I said earlier on the programme, had it been reversed, it was 27 clubs said, yeah, we we want the, the independent event, then let's go with it, if that's a will of Scottish football, but at the moment, it's not, it's about trying to get the game back in whatever shape or form we can manage to do that in the next two, three, four months. But then beyond that, I think in the background, what will happen is, Rangers and other clubs will keep chipping away at it, and then eventually, it'll come up again, it'll be top of the agenda and I reckon it'll be at some point in 2021 And it will be revisited and rightly so Yeah I suppose I mean Neil Doncaster We had a fairly lengthy chat with him On, on last night's show uh, We recorded it and it finished at about two minutes Before we went on air But that's that's not for anyone else Other than me to worry about Basically saying Jim He thinks it's a resounding result It's vital we use it as a basis for reconciliation uh, And saving the game he, You know he said that he None of this has Made him question his his role um, or damaged his appetite, you know, mm-hmm. for that role. You no, was a resounding result. I mean, if you take it in percentage wise, it was still a healthy percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you got that in most other, you know, decisions, you know, take football away from it, mm-hmm. uh, most people would be quite happy. If that was a, a political, you know, who was going to be a leader of a certain party, then people would be quite happy with that. So yeah, I mean, again, as we say, we don't, we're not saying that every single club think don't doesn't think that there's there may be another time to look at this. 
we just we, we think that like um, Motherwell had said in their statement earlier on that at this moment in time there are more important things um, to focus on focus our attention on and uh, our time on and I think the SPFL as it stands at this moment in time with with Neil Doncaster in charge has to look at the you know as, as Mark was saying earlier on do we have any chance of finishing the season if we don't how how do we how do we deal with it? Can we can we move forward? Look at next season. Is there going to be any sponsorship? Are we going to get fans through? If we are going to get fans through, how safe can we, can we make them? I mean, all these things I think must take priority now. Yeah, there was actually a line in there from Murdoch McLennan yesterday, and I then asked Neil Doncaster about it, and it actually is still technically the aim that we we start at the end of July. That's the new, the new season. That's what he said yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what our schedule should yeah. look like, and that's what he said on the show. Now, of course, it feels like it, that jars against most people's opinion on on what's going to be possible. Yeah, I, I think going with the with the again, it you know it comes down to the point as people say, you know, um, doesn't matter who you are, or what you are, um, you know, health um, doesn't discriminate. And uh, at the moment, that's the same thing. Doesn't matter how much money you've got. At the moment, we seem to be a long football in general. In this country And down south Is a long 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 way off we're, uh, Coming we're back we're End of July in, Unlikely for me we, We're still as a, con- a, yeah. a country still People in lockdown. can't go to work We so. haven't even There's not been any flexibility In our country You know I mean Obviously From the First Minister Even though they've slightly Changed it in England And they're talking about Moving forward again I actually but thought we're Specifically at this in time Quite Still exactly where we were Six weeks ago Specifically thought about you today Jim Because mm-hmm. I knew you were coming on the show When I saw Did you see the thing from down south I think it was in the Telegraph And saying that's part of, of the measures And the advice mm-hmm. Players will be What was it again Encouraged to Turn their face away When they're being tackled yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, would you have managed that? Uh, no If you look at my face You can see it was never turned away There was too many Too many smash right on it But I mean seriously Is that is that where we're at In an attempt to get the game back? Yeah I mean it's just I mean I, listen You'll hear all these statements And listen Some of them are Sadly laughable In, that, in those situations If you can't play it Don't play it yeah. That's the bottom If you can't play football properly Then don't, it's not right to play That's the We're not ready to play it Don't try and manufacture Some Sort of protected game, you know, it's, it's just yeah. not going to work. We'll, we, we'll argue about anything or nothing. Can you yeah. imagine the phone in on the Monday night? The accusations that ex player didn't turn his face away when he was tackled that that's the last thing we need. Like I say, we'll happily argue about anything, but that might be a stretch too far. Nah, not, not I mean, I, I heard Gary Neville and Graham Soonest talking about it in Sky Sports this morning. That very thing you're putting forward, and Gary and Graham of all people to say that to, to, to Graham Soonest, what do you think of that? And it's right, and as Gary Neville says, as Duff knows, but. A set and a half, you touch tight, your mm-hmm. man, Martin. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you've got the other guy's breath right in your mm-hmm. foot. You, you know, you, I mean, that, that that's it. It's impossible, Gypsy. If, if we can't bring, listen, football will come back without supporters, stuff like that, mm-hmm. but if you can't play football, as we know, 11 v 11 with a referee, 100% minutes won't win long, the game, 90 minutes. I'm all for extra subs marking. and stuff like that at the moment, but we can't bring it back then. No. We can't bring it back. John's in Lancashire. Hi, John. Hi, good evening, Carl. How are you, John? Are you well? John? Yeah, I'm fine, good, thanks. Good, good. Uh, what is, I have two questions for you. My first question would be, before the lockdown started, our league was thriving. We were scoring goals, we were getting people be- behind the turnstiles, and people were putting money into the game. And I just want to know, over the last four, four five, six weeks, whatever it's been, why has our game diminished so much? Why is everybody inciting and squabbling? It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you to a certain point, John. But obviously, clubs, if they don't, if they believe that there's something wrong with the game, 
uh, either from the governing body or whether the structure's not right with regarding reconstruction. Then I think that, that, that you know you have to you have to make your point. You know you can't just always be the shrinking violet and say nothing. If we if we if we all done that, there'd never be any change in anything. So I think I think you know if you if you believe that change is necessary, there has to be a voice and there has to be someone initially that that starts that campaign to change. And and I don't think there's anything the matter with that. But w- once you know you if you've held votes or if you've asked for votes, regardless of what it is, once these decisions have been made, then for me. It's time. It's time then to say, okay, we did, you know, put our proposals. We we did have enough. Uh, we did look for support. We haven't had quite enough support. So you know, let let's let's accept yeah. that and and move and move. Is it naive of me, Mark, to think though that that maybe everyone could do a bit of reflection? And I know it's easy for me to say because I'm I'm not involved in on either side or in the middle of the argument. But we asked Neil Doncaster last night, what would you have done differently? What, what do you regret? And he, he said, you know, giving them only a couple of days. He also said they possibly regret some of the, the language used after the vote against the likes of the Rangers and Hearts and Stranraer and, and, and some of the tone and some of the language. Yeah. I wonder if in the cold light of day, various clubs, various people would say, do you know what? We were a bit aggressive there. Mm-hmm. Our language was a bit accusatory. You know, maybe it was too strong. Maybe we could have done things a bit di- that that would be nice if everybody, well, still going after their uh-huh. own agenda, yeah, yeah. would admit. Do you know what? Maybe we just all got caught up in that a bit. Yeah, listen, uh, you know, I think that what I think on, on reflection, you know, you always say you know never dive in and always sleeping things and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I think on reflection, you know, I think your, your Neil Doncaster, you know, was called calls for him to, to lose his job, which couldn't have sat well with with, with him on the balance. You know, was that fairless? And I think there's things to answer. Was enough there to say that Neil Doncaster was suspended? No, I don't think there was. So, for, you know, from from his point of view, uh, you can see it as much as Rangers do have have valid points. I, I don't think it was as strong. I don't think the evidence merited that, unless there's stuff that Rangers thought they had that they couldn't prove or, or whatever. You know, we could go on and on and on. But yeah, for the benefit of Scottish football, can we move on? It would be nice to think so, but but God, we know Scottish football. I don't even move. I don't even mean move on. Just well, at least learn something from it. But hopefully they'll, they'll learn. But can I see working relationships? Can you see Rangers and SPFL executive going out for a beer or a coffee together after lockdown? No, I can't. I think there's unfortunately there's a lot of damage being done. There. John's based down south as well, isn't he? There's a second club from down south, and it'd be interesting to see. You know, not 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 looking at Scottish football because I really don't think anybody really cares too much about mm. Scottish football. But I'm interested to see how they look at the English football's situation, how they're dealing with it. Do the the public down there feel as if they're almost trying to force the game back again? What do you think, John? Uh, I think personally down here everybody's missing the game big time mm-hmm. um, and there's more talk down here about um, trying to get the game going again mm-hmm. uh, there's no squabbling as much as what we're doing up in Scotland um, I think the talk down here is let's try and get the team surviving let's try and get some punters back through the, through the gates and let's get back to some form of normality now, my, my next question would be sorry to tell you guys would be Okay, let's get rid of Neil Doncaster. Let's get rid of the board. Who do you think would take up the mantle? Because I don't think anybody would want to touch it at the moment. Well, there's a cynical answer to that. They say it probably comes with it. Well, it does come with a, a healthy paycheck, and yeah. I'm sure there would be a, a long list of people uh, who would want to. I, I get what, what, jo, what John means. Actually, maybe this has shined a light on the full structure because Neil Doncaster's the figurehead. 
But it's, it's the clubs that vote He's told us that for years And you've now seen a real example of that Again, I, I do believe that You know, I mean you might Listen, if you come through any Sort of like a coup If you want to call it that You know, or, 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 you know to try and move you And you don't move Does that make your position stronger? Or does that make you a little bit more fragile? And, and again, you know, who who really knows? You that's know, a, and that's, how, a, that's a good how question. How Don Caster feels at this moment in time? Does he feel it's inevitable that eventually his time is going to be up, or does he think, listen, I've actually I've survived this, okay. and I'm actually in a much stronger position now to to force through plans that I believe is the right way for Scottish football? Let's do this hypothetical. It's a bit of nonsense, and it doesn't really matter at all. But I'll do it anyway. <laughs> okay. If you canvassed Scottish football fans three months ago. Mm-hmm. And said Is Neil Doncaster doing a good job? And you then asked them again Today Would His approval rating if you like Actually be up Because this has become such a polarised debate Do you see what I mean by that? Yeah So if you're a fan oh, yeah, of Yeah 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 I totally get yeah. you I totally get Your so, point but but, <laughs> but you Well I'll do the answer For this part of the world West of Scotland Radio Clyde uh, Region He'll be up in the estimations of the Celtic fans and down in the estimations of the Rangers <laughs> fans. Bottom line. Yeah, I mean, I I think he'll be, he'll be down anyway, simply because, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, even though, listen, I don't think there'll be you know, a lot of Celtic fans think that the, the games run properly anyway. Um, but that's what I mean. That, yeah. That's what I mean. So before that, before all this, you probably had Celtic fans who were very critical of Neil Doncaster, yeah. and now they might actually be saying, "Oh, do you know what?" I, I, I'm all, I'm all for it Because three months it's just ago, become so polarised We still didn't have a sponsor for our league We still didn't have a sponsor for the Scottish Cup All these sort of things You know So there was a lot of things That people were waiting on Now, now if he could have secured that you Decent know, TV think, deal for next time Yeah the, the, the TV deal aside But I think if he could have secured Certain you know things like that Then people mm. might have thought But listen that's okay But at this moment in time The reconstruction falling through The kind of bickering And the, 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 the you know The kind of arguments That seem to be going on in the background I don't. I don't think he'd be. He's held in quite as high regard among supporters yeah. as as he would have been perhaps three months ago. I've asked some pretty pointless questions on the show. That's just another one. It's, <laughs> ne- it's nearly the summer holidays. I just thought I would uh, see see what you thought. What about the teaser anymore? Um, I'll go Kelly Manny Pascali. Yep, good one. Uh, um, Marco Negri. Yep, also a good one. Right, and uh, I'll, I'll try again. It'll be borderline. Commando Dario Del Fabro. No. Not quite. Bruno Alves. No, Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, uh, no, what was the other one that was captain? Uh, Pascali Bruno. Pascali Bruno, that's the one. No, he's not no, on there either. Uh, that'll throw one in. Left field. Uh, Daniele Chiarini. No. All right, we'll leave it there. Right. Give you some thinking time. Get the answers next. The Full Time Teaser with ScottishSun.co.uk. Get all the latest football news and opinion. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on Talktothompsons.com We're nearly there on the home straight in tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're looking for 12 Italians that have made 30 or more appearances for Scottish top flight clubs since 98 It was Russell Abercrombie who sent the question in So you know the way this works If you've got a problem with the question You don't blame me You blame Russell That's 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 the, that's the perfect setup for me I get to pass the blame on uh, But you're doing not too badly so far uh, You've got Lorenzo Amoruso Massimo Donati Reno Gattuso Marco Negri Manuel Pascali And Sergio Perini. Oh, a couple 
Well, I've got one because um, it was always a wee kind of joke one towards mm-hmm. it, but it's uh, Anoni. Yes, and what's the joke one? What's the joke? No, I'll let you take it, Gordon. I can't, I can't, well, it's a bit before my time, but it's Anoni on an Anonu or something. No, 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 I can't remember, but it was a wee joke. It was Anoni on an Anonu. There's Anoni on an Anonu. Hearts, Stefano Salvatore, the late. Yes, 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 yes. He's on there. Four to get. I'm sure there was one up at Dundee, but I can't. Jim, three of the four that are left played for Dundee. I just don't know if it was your time or not. I can't remember. I would imagine so. Well, I've been there a couple of times, so met across the over. I'm trying to think. And there's one more. There's one more recent. Uh, Old firm. No. No. The recent one has played for the likes of Ross County and Livy. He's also played for Partick Thistle recently, oh, but not the, in the uh, Rafael Davita. Rafa Davita. Davita, yeah. Davita. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought he was Portuguese. Three to get. I'll, I'll, right. Jim confused me loads during the break by telling me that all these guys that Dundee had all apparently had Italian passports <laughs> as well, but the, we're, we're trying to, we're trying well, to well, scare well, away from that. Blame Russell. Blame Russell. He's not seen their passports. I think they dual passports. I think I'm sure Fabian Caballero had a dual passport as well. I'm really wrapping my brain. That, that's annoying me now. Some, a couple that have played for Dundee and Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Same player, same players. That have all, played for Dundee. Me- all three that are left played for Dundee, Dundee, and two of them also played for Aberdeen. All right, I'll give you some give, more thinking time. Let's speak to Andrew, who's in Edinburgh. Hi, Andrew. Evening, guys. How you doing? Not bad Andrew. at all. Are you well? Are you okay? A good, thank you. Good yeah, stuff. yeah. What have you got for us? Just be listening to things, and obviously, same as everybody, we all want to try and get something sorted out and. I just feel that seeing anything that have you have good leaders then when there's a crisis, and I believe this is all started wrong. I don't know what the guys think. I think the question originally at the start was all wrong for the teams to vote on. What I would have done is I would have looked at this and would have said something along the lines of, you know what, we're not going to please everybody here, but let's look for the best scenario that we can get for everybody. Because I think the guys listen to what you said tonight, that everybody agrees that there's no fear, nothing's fair. Mm-hmm. If we were to do something along the lines of, um, like, you know, we're going to have the winners. Other leagues, we're going to have the winners, but nobody's going to get relegated. And voted on that, that at the start and said it was going to be reconstruction for arguments two years. That gives us two years to get through this, make sure every club's safe, and then in that two-year period, running parallel to that, what we could do is discuss, is this going to be happening would this work for us or do we go back to the status quo mm. we were pre-coronavirus? See, the thing is, Andrew, you're just too sensible and, and level-headed, but the, the problem is teams just didn't want temporary reconstruction. It's as simple as that. It carries a high voting threshold. Scottish football had the chance to change that not so long ago and certain clubs decided not to, but that's an argument for another day. 11-1 is the voting criteria in the top flight. Clubs did not want to vote for temporary reconstruction. So... It, you are well intentioned, but what do you do if clubs don't want to vote for it? What you do though is, that as a leader at the start, he turns around and says, "Listen, there's nothing. We're not to do anything. This way, you could do the. the we know this is not perfect, but I, I guarantee you, if we'd done this at the start, you would have been in the position that we are now because there's a lot of wounds to heal." Mm. Yeah, that's actually that's an interesting point. I wonder if because he actually this outcome. The outcome's not that surprising, is it? And it's not that controversial. Like we say, we we can't really play football, and yeah. and 
probably if you look I don't want to go back down that road But if you look at leagues around Europe Leagues that have got a, a significant points gap Will possibly, probably, I don't know what the right word is Give out titles There are various debates with relegation I wonder if it's just simply How it was handled Could could we have got more people on board For this actually what is the same idea Could we have got more people on board If they had given them more time mm-hmm. To begin with like you say Toned down some of the language in between Might it actually have just built up a greater Understanding that we are yeah, In a difficult I, I, I situation think, And we can't please everyone comes into Gordon. I mean if you're annoyed at someone you know, you mm-hmm. get annoyed. That, that if you get angry at someone, you know, if somebody's pressed your your nerve, if you're know, poked your nerve, you think I'm, I'm not going to go with that, or I'm the. So that that's human nature, and human nature does play a part in a lot of decisions. But I think in football, you know, you, you've got to look, and that that's what clubs have done. They've looked at their best interests. So if they don't believe that reconstruction, I mean, we were on a earlier on about various leagues or in Europe. I can't, I don't know for sure, but I can't remember any having reconstruction as part of this current problem. You know, can we solve who wins a league? Who gets, you know, we'll reconstruct the leagues to keep everyone happy or to keep as many clubs mm-hmm. happy. I think Andrew's right. There is there is no fair way. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could have been changed. I mean, I, I said here a couple of weeks ago, I had changed my kind of view on it in the sense of I was looking at maybe a long term, don't don't reconstruct, but perhaps maybe for a season because it's there's not going to be much football. Anything even continuing next season is going to be completely different. It's, it's, going, it's not going to be, you know, maybe half a season, maybe no fans, maybe the whole season. So for a year or so, maybe we could have done something for a year and then when, and hopefully, God willing, it all, it all mm-hmm. goes back to normal, then, then we could maybe look at, you know, look something more permanent. So you think, Andrew, is a lot of this been about the process? Because actually, you keep hearing it referred to as, you know, the decision to end the lower leagues. Actually, now when you look at it, it's the 13th of May. The lower leagues were meant to have finished Two, almost two weekends ago mm-hmm. We're no closer to So actually the decision to end the lower leagues Is not as controversial as it seemed back then But is it, is it the process? Is that what you mean Andrew? 100% the process I also think as well is that Not whether, whether it be sport Whether it be life or anything We're having to do things completely different anyway And that's where your leader I, I would follow a leader so somebody who's getting paid X amount of pounds and see that, I don't think that this was thought through right from the start. And I believe it's it's fine you could say you've got hindsight now to look back on that. But I've been saying this point right from the very start. You didn't want you want to have the least amount of effect that you have on people. And if you said right, everybody, you're going to win your league, but nobody's getting relegated, you're still get you're actually whoever was finishing second in each of the leagues. We're not going to help your playoffs, but you're going to go there because that's what we've all agreed. I'm your leader. That's what we should be doing. And then, then people say, well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. But I don't think you would be in this position that you are in at the moment. That's an interesting point about leadership. And we're a bit short on time, Mark. We could probably dedicate a full show to it. Quickly, though, is there a need for a structural change here? Because we keep hearing, um, and in fact, Stuart Robertson had a great soundbite, Scottish football should be a democracy, not a dictatorship. But actually... Is it too much of a democracy? Is giving 42 clubs an equal vote Is that the problem? Because how on earth are you going to agree on anything? Yeah, it could well be Look, what we have, I think we've, What's been highlighted uh, And amongst everything the past few weeks Is that we, we need There are things that need addressed um, 
in terms of the benefits of the running um, of Scottish football and there's so many things in every walk of life that you could do better but there's nothing wrong with having a review of it and if there's things we can improve on whether it's Neil Doncaster or Rangers no, or Celtic board, or Aberdeen board members, all said, yeah, board said, members have got there's split, things that we can do better split loyalties if you like that's, well. that's the truth there are things that can be done better and the sooner we do them better the better however at the moment the priority has to be Scottish football and then after that we can chip away to and improve it at a higher level. Andrew, that's a great call to finish us off. Andrew in Edinburgh, thank you very much. Looking for three more Italians who've played 30 or more top flight games in Scotland in the last, well, since 98. I, I, I'm, I'm at the clue stage, I, I don't know. I've got one, but I, I, I Go know for it. because it was left back, Gra- Grazzi. Grazzi, David, yep. Davide Grazzi, yep. Oh, Aberdeen and Dundee. Never I remember the left back, but I, I don't know, I don't think he played 30 games, but the Benetti, did he not play nope, for Dundee? Did he's not one. So both of them played for Dundee, and I must admit, I, I, hands up, I don't know enough about them to give you a clue. I'll just I'm, give you I'm their initials. Gordon, I'm really struggling. Well, one's MM, what Gordon Diel thinks is a double barrel Ma- name. Marche or something. Ma- Marcello Morocco. Never. Just since 98. And the last one played for Dundee and Aberdeen. Initials PB. B- Bilio? Yes. Oh, Patrizio Bilio. Yeah, remember him now, yeah. Good Patricio stuff. Bilio, yeah. I'm going up the road to my half Italian wife who's going to slaughter me for these <laughs> pronunciations. But we got there in the end, Mark Weary and Jim Duffy. Back tomorrow, six o'clock with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. And don't forget, the second hour tomorrow is your Super Scoreboard Lockdown Quiz. Make sure you join us then. Callum Gallagher is up next. Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com